Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! Rick Carlson and uh, Olivia Hollenbeck jumping center. The Lopers win the tap. They're in home white. Blue numbers and lettering trimmed in gold. And going from our right to left, we're courtside next to the Tiger bench, which is on the opposite side of the floor. They moved them here because of COVID last year, and they've kept the benches on this side of the court. And the Lopers will fire up a quick three. It's no good from Kirsten and rebounded by Fort A. State. Remember, they were over 11 from three in the first three quarters against the Tigers, then hit three huge ones in the fourth and came back to win. Now Randall fires one up. It's going to be short and rebounded by Claire Kirsch. Here come the Lopers. Kirsch up the floor, blast down the lane, and hits a layup. Boy, she got the miss three, grabbed the rebound, and she had one thing in mind, and that was a layup. 2-0 Carney. Just underway here at the Health and Sports Center. Hobbs has it over on the right wing, and Lona Hollenbeck trying to post up on Carlson. Lost it, gets it back. Now to Hobbs. Three-pointers perfect. Jaden Hobbs from the right wing. Boy, she'd been struggling here as of late. One of her last 14, but she swishes, swishes her first shot there, and Fort A. State has a 3-2 lead. Well, that's bad luck for the Lopers, right? They poked it away. They thought they were getting a steal, and who does the ball go to wide open? The best shooter on the other team. Simontel on the right wing, throws it out high to Megan Holt. She'll dribble it across the lane. Now dump it on the wing to Law. Trinity Law out of Branson, a Branson, South Dakota. Dribbles to the right elbow, fires a 15-footer, too strong. Rebounded, though, by Kirsch. Tigers have struggled on the boards here lately. Now a pass in the lane. Hobbs had it, couldn't grab it, and Carlson a layup. There's bad luck for the Tigers. Hobbs had a steal, went right through her hands, and Carlson gets the uncontested layup. Four, three lopers just underway. You're not wrong, bad luck, but the Tigers also didn't get the defensive rebound that led to that. They've been out-rebounded here in three of the last four games. They had only been out-rebounded once all year prior to that little stretch. There's a pass in low. Hollenbeck down low. Can't score. Goes up the bottom of the rim. Rebounded by Carlson. Olivia did not have a good game against a good post player on Wednesday, on Thursday against Southern. She's going to get a test today from Carlson. Lopers by one in the ball. A little over two minutes in. Simmontel in the right quarter. Brings it out high. Picked up by Katie Wagner. Now back on the far wing to Megan Holt. Down to the corner to Kirsch. Holt gets it. Dribbles across the lane. Doesn't shoot. Now to Simmontel left corner. Back down low. Megan Holt trying to post up. Spins, shoots, and scores. Megan Holt gets her first basket. Carney's doubling up the Tigers early on. Six to three. Two and a half minutes in. Minus, go ahead. Minus that three-pointer, that the goal for the Lopers has been get to the rim on every possession. There's a lob over the top for Hollenbeck. We do need a report to you. Jesse Sadek is suited up and warmed up with the team. Has a knee brace on, but we might see her today. Eight on the shot clock. Hobbs over on the left wing, kind of a stand-around possession. Now Randall gets it, a pop-out three. She buries it. Whitney Randall with a shot clock winding down has the Tigers' second three of the quarter, and we're tied at six. That barely trickled the net. That thing was right through. 
Here's Simmental up the far sideline, guarded by Galladay. She did not play in the first meeting. Tips the pass, but it's caught by Holt. Now over here on the left wing to Kirsch. Little crossover move, picked up by Wagner. Bounces it back out high to Holt. She'll go far side to Trinity Law, who points at the floor. Gets a screen, dribbles across the high post. Seven to shoot. Now attacks on the right side. Cut off by Hollenbeck. A fadeaway jumper short. Rebounded, though, by Carlson. Then knocked out of her hands by Hollenbeck. Forty State's got to shore up the rebounding. We mentioned it. They've been a good rebounding team. They're still plus six on the year, but, boy, the last four games, it's been a struggle. Part of that was 6-1 Carlson, 5-10 Whitney Randall, and that was just the difference in the height, and that ball came off kind of on an awkward angle, came off very much to the baseline. Well, and Hollenbeck had to go out and help on the drive, and that pulled her off of Carlson, and then you got the mismatch. Lopers will inbound right baseline. It'll be seven total triggered in all the way out near midcourt. Tigers had some good D. 19 o'clock, now the ball knocked away by Randall, but it's saved by Kirsch. Now Kirsch will drive up top Carlson, pump fake, but Randall doesn't bite. Here's Simmental across the high post, bounces it left baseline to the corner to hold. She'll attack the lane, and an offensive foul. They got her with a forearm push. Four-day stable again. That's the first turnover on either team here this afternoon. Have you seen as many screens set in a possession all season than what was just on that one. Nebraska Kearney is screening everything. Fort Hayes State is switching everything right now, so they're trying to get those mismatches. 6-6 tie. Tigers with the ball. Here's Hobbs. She fires one from the left elbow. Missed it. Hollenbeck can't get the follow. Got it back again, and then she's fouled by Carlson. Maybe a break. Looked like a pretty clean block, but that's now two fouls on the Lopers. Holt got the first, and now Carlson gets the second, and Carney's going to bring in Alyssa Backus. Boy, she had back-to-back threes in that fourth quarter in Hayes. She's been on a tear, averaging about 17 points per game over the last five. And another, we had a stoppage of play for a loper to tie her shoe on the other end. I think it's it's Claire Kirsch again. She's having some shoe issues. <laughs> Two free throws for Olivia Hollenbeck. She's now fourth in the MIAA after going eight for ten in the game on Saturday against Pitt State, she knocks her first one in, shooting 85%. Went 8 of 10 and dropped to fourth in the conference. She was second best. Go figure that. <laughs> Tigers have the lead, and now a two-point lead as both free throws are put in there by Hollenbeck. So Forday State has scored five in a row, and they're back on top by two. They led briefly by one, three to two. They're up eight to six. 5.50 to go first quarter. Here's Simmental to the free throw line. Cut off. Now dumps it right wing to Trinity Law. And a pass knocked away and stolen by Hollenbeck. Here come the Tigers the other way. Hobbs up the floor. Stops at the foul line. Over to Randall. They cover her up. Now Galladay has it left of the lane. That's Katie Wagner trying to post up. Spins, leans, tough shot. Scooped up and off the back iron. Boy, that would have been a great basket, but it went a little bit deep off the iron. And the Lopers back the other way. A drive by Kirsch, trying to back in low. Kicks it up top, back is open three, and she banked it in. She did that in Hayes. She banked in her first three. Lopers lead 9-8. That shot was off the mark. Now a drive by Randall, and she put it in with the left hand. Five for Whitney Randall today. 10-9 Tigers. Back and forth we go. So far as advertised. Two heavyweights kind of feeling themselves out right now. Just inside the five-minute mark of the first quarter. Simmons over the line. Cut off by Hollenbeck. Now dumps it over here on the near wing to Kirsch. Kirsch takes it up top of the key. Tigers switch out of the screen. Now to Simmental. In low, Backus posting up and scores over Katie Wagner. Well, Alyssa Backus, that's from Salina Central. She's really... She was a good player, but she's made herself a really good player here in Kearney, and she's off to a good start with five. 
Four and a half to go. Next dead ball will be a timeout. Tigers down by one. Here's a corner three from Randall, and it's perfect. Whitney Randall, a big smile, man. We've seen her get in these shooting stretches. She's hit two of them in the quarter. Four-day State leads 13-11. to 11. Matching their biggest lead here of the first quarter. Here's Simmental, flips the pass up top to Megan Holton. Excuse me, that is uh, Trinity Law, and Trinity Law had it blocked. The reason it's a foul is because of the tight contact on the foul when the Tigers had the basketball. That one had to be called because of the same reason. So we get a timeout called, or a timeout on the floor. I'm not sure who they call that foul. If they're not putting that on the board, we'll get that straightened out here during the timeout. 13-11, to 11, four-day state up by two. We're back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. This quarter brought to you by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today, and remember to drink responsibly. Tiger basketball also brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort A. State Athletics. The foul was on Hollenbeck. They said she got her with the body. The free throw from Shiloh McCool is no good. Tony Hobson chatting with one of the officials right in front of us. I don't think he agreed with that call. Second free throw is good. So McCool hits one of the two, and we've got a one-point game, 13-12. Four-day state with the basketball in the lead. Lauren Weston for the first time. Sydney Bergman in as well. Sydney catches it in low. She had her shot blocked, got it back, got it blocked again, and taken away by the Lopers and the Tiger crowd wanting a foul. There's a lot of them here. They're saying, hey, where's the body on that? And so is Tony Hobson, as we can hear him off to our left. Here's a drive out high. Sarah Schmidt in for the Lopers, the sophomore transfer from Omaha. Up top, Backus, another three is good. Go, you got to add a hand on her. She has two threes, 35%, but she's been tearing it up here as of late. And the Lopers are on top, 15-13. Well, she shot three wide-open shots against the Tigers. Yep. Here's a screen for West on the left wing. Top of the key to Hollenbeck, guarded by Backus. Olivia dribbles to the right wing, tries to hand it off to Hobbs. It was knocked away, but Jane gets it back. Ten to shoot. Hobbs squeezes off a three that's going to be missed. Rebounded, though, by West. She goes back up and can't score. Hollenbeck the rebound, and they nearly knock her to the deck. It'll be a foul, I believe, on Alyssa Backus. It will be on Backus. Her first, team's third, and they're going to call that a shooting foul. They will not. Tigers will inbound as Hollenbeck leaves, and here comes Jessie Salik. Boy, she landed on a foot in practice a couple of weeks ago, thought she had an ACL tear. Turned out to be a strain of the meniscus, and she's out there for the first time in a while. Bergman catches the inbound out high. Here's Salik down low, trying to post up on Backus. Plays it underneath the Holland to a Bergman who wasn't ready for it. The Tigers have their first turnover. Passes a little bit off the mark as well. But that would have been a layup on a good pass. And here come the Lopers with the ball up by two. Screen out high for Schmidt. Now to Backus, open three. That one's too strong. Long rebound, though, by Megan Holt. Tigers doing a bad job rebounding missed threes. Schmidt out high, spins on Hobbs, spins across the mid lane, dribbles across the lane. Now over on the right wing to Megan Holt. She'll bring it up top off the screen. Plays it nice, pass between two Tigers and a layup for Shiloh McCool. Lopers have scored six in a row. They lead 17-13. It's their biggest lead of the game. Boy, some good half-court offense by Carney. Here's Hobbs off a screen, dribbles left elbow, plays onto the side to Randall. In low is Salik, little fadeaway off the side of the backboard. Got hit right on the arm. And it's taken away by Carney. At times they let you play, and other times they're calling it tight. 
Carney with the ball and a four-point lead. Inside two to go as Wagner's going to check back in. Here's a drive by Schmidt, cut off by West. Plays it to McCool on the left elbow. Now to Kirsch on the left wing. She'll bring it up top of the key. Tigers switch off a screen, and there's a lot of them to switch today. Here's a pass right wing Holt back to Kirsch. Kirsch is going to back it out. Four to shoot, trying to drive. Spins on Bergman, gets to the rim, and put it in. Well, they're just able to get it to the rim pretty much at will. Lopers on an 8-0 run. They lead by six. A minute 29 to go, and here comes Kate Dilsaver to the scorer's table. Well, the offense for the Lopers moves all the time. Forte State is just standing, a stagnant offense in this first quarter. A minute 19 to go. Yeah, they've relied on several threes. That has kind of been the story. Now, Randall wanted to shoot when they cover up. Here's West left wing. Bounces it to Bergman. Had it knocked out of her hands. Now gets it back. Dribbles across the lane. Can't score, but is fouled. That'll be four on Carney. It will be a shooting foul. It's on Megan Holt. Boy, a near turnover. Bergman able to save it and then got Kirsch out of position and drew the foul. Uh, Salek's going to come out for Fort Hayes State. Bergman at the line, and she'll be coming out after his free throws as Dilsaver waits to check in, and Bergman hammers it home. Well, shooting-wise, Nebraska Kearney's 8 of 12 right now, 2 of 4 on threes. Tigers are just 4 of 13 from the floor, 31%. Kearney's getting him right at the rim, and Tigers, when they're at the rim, they haven't been able to put him in. Bergman hits both free throws, so that ends the 8-0 run, and it makes it 19-15. to Dill Saver in for the first time. A minute four to go here in the first quarter. Lopers with the basketball. Our first quarter brought to you by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice cold Bud Light today, but remember to drink responsibly. Schmidt over on the left wing, guarded by Randall. Brings it up top of the key, off a screen to the right side. Attacks the low block. Now out high to Bacchus, and a pass was knocked away, but a hold called on the Tigers. It's only their second. It's going to be on Jaden Hobbs. That'll be her first. Well, we can, we're getting to hear the officials. Tony Hobson saying Hobbs was hooked, and then you call the foul on her for the hold. Inbound, comes up top to Backus on the left wing, hands the ball off to Schmidt, guarded by Dill Saver. 40 seconds left in the quarter. Schmidt attacks again, dribbles in low. Tough hook shot, good over two defenders. Sarah Schmidt, remember that in Hayes. She has a good little runner. Now a three from Randall, no good. Rebound fought for. Dilsaver hits the deck. It's saved by Wagner, and then she's going to be tied up. It'll be a jump ball. It'll go to Fort A. State. Boy, every loose ball right now. Carney's getting those 50-50 balls. Tigers got to correct that. And the rebounding as Simmental's going to come back in. Her brother's on the men's team. We got to the arena today. They were over the shootout. Her dad was working out both her brother and her daughter here on the Loper floor. Not sure I've ever seen that before. Inbound out high to Wagner. Now Dill Saver on the perimeter. Right side to Hobbs, and an illegal screen's going to be called on Wagner. Tell you what, they're letting them play, but Fort A. State's had a few questionable whistles go against them, against the Loper team that is screening about 13 times a possession, and they get called for and a moving pick. That's That was pretty that, that, That's nothing different than what's yeah, happening down on this. Agreed. Kind of a hometown whistle right now. Tigers down six, nine seconds to go. Here's Schmidt off a screen, tries to dribble to the lane, gets cut off, flips it up to Bacchus. Step back three over Randall is no good. That'll be at the end of the quarter. The Lopers finish it strong, outscoring the Tigers 10-2. to 
after Fort A State had a two-point lead, and Carney leads it 21-15 after one here at the Health and Sports Center. Back for quarter number two after this timeout on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Well, I guess you can look at that first quarter two ways. Carney shot 69%, 9 of 13. Tigers shot 29%, 4 of 14. Yet it's only a six-point game. Could be worse. Tiger basketball brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Loper's ball here to start the second quarter, up by six. Drive by McCool. Oh, my goodness. Wagner blocked it, and they call her for a foul. That was a... Pretty good block, it appeared. And now Wagner has her second foul. Right on and the I, other I end. I think that's, that's what's the frustrating. Same shots down on the other what end. What was different when Bergman got her shot blocked? That's what Tony Hobson's asking. But Fort A State not getting a kind whistle. And the free throw goes off the back of the rim, hit the top of the backboard, and it dropped. Boy, everything going the Lopers' way right now. Tony Hobson not happy. That's two fouls on Ra- Wagner now. That illegal screen and now... It looked to be a pretty good block. Both free throws go in. Tigers are down by eight, 23-15. Got a battle back here. Maybe it'll turn the tide. They were down up by 12 in the second half against Carney at home. Here's Randall, turnaround jumper. Skids off, no good. Rebound by UNK. Tigers relying on perimeter jumpers right now. Lopers can build a double-figure lead early in the second quarter. McCool driving on Wagner, can't defend much, missed the shots, and there's her third foul. McCool got the rebound, stuck it in, draw the foul. Wagner couldn't defend because of early foul trouble, and Katie Wagner's been taken out of this game. Well, and and you're right. She defended the shot, though, the original one. Nobody else came in to rebound. Gerard Forte State is standing on the offensive and defensive side of this on this court. 25-15, 25-15, Carney. They're on a 12-2 run right now and a chance to add to it. Second one is rimming off no good. Hollenbeck being pushed around, gets the rebound. They finally call the foul on Kirsch. That'll be her first, first of the quarter on UNK. And Fort A. State's going to have the basketball. It is 25-15. Lopers are on a 14 to two run right now, and you're exactly right. Talked about the rebounding. It's been a problem here the last four games, and it is rearing its ugly head here today. Loper's owning the glass. Dil- or, uh, Galladay back in. Plays it up top to Randall. Also, Emma Ruddle into the game for the first time. Here's Dill Saver high post. Kicks it out to Randall. Bounces it into Hollenbeck, trying to post up on Carlson. Picks up her dribble and throws it away. Boy, Fort A. State offensively is all out of sorts. Olivia Hollenbeck needs to be wanting to be a part of this game. She got herself in great position and then just didn't want to finish at the rim. She's on the block. you got to try to go through this contact. Well, and that's Carney is applying contact in low, and Fort A. State's not adjusted. There's a screen out high. Simmental jumper good. Haley Simmental scores. Fort A. State's in danger getting blown out of this building. They're down a dozen. A 16-2 Loper run. Here's Hollenbeck, spins in low, shoots over Carlson, and they call a charge. Carlson, that was as calls. contact. That's Tony Hobbs is about to blow a gasket. So Hollenbeck gets her second, and that's three on the quarter on the Tigers. They call the offensive foul. Carlson's a sturdy post player. She blew over like she got trucked by a Chiefs linebacker right there. 
It is not going the way of the Tigers. They're going to have to dig in deep right here. Tony Hobson, I think every every trip down has been in the air of the officials. Here's Simmental off a screen, trying to drive. Fires a 15-footer, and she knocked it in. Simmental looked like she carried the ball two or three times. Four-day states down by 14. It's an 18-2 loper run. 8-12 to go until halftime. Salik and Bill Saver waiting to check in. Hobbs is back in there. It's danger time already, and we're early second quarter. Here's Hollenbeck over to Ruddle in the left wing. Again, a lot of standing around on offense. Ruddle off a screen, drives, and hits a running layup over Carlson. Emma Ruddle with her first points. Maybe that'll get the Tigers going. Got a high ball screen and took it all the way to the rim. 29-17. Carney had a big fourth quarter in Hayes. It's been a big second quarter here. Drive by Schmidt. Gets cut off. Now to Carlson trying to post up. Spins. Shoots over two Tigers and missed it. And Bergman there to rebound. Here comes Fort A. State. Outlet pass to Wag to a Hobbs. Brings it up the left side. Fakes a pass to Ruddle. Keeps the dribble. Ruddle screens. Hollenbeck screens. Wagner, or excuse me, uh, Galladay gets it and shoots a three that spins around and out. Boy, she was open to the right wing and wouldn't go. Here come the Lopers up the floor. Kirsch leads the break. Tigers get back defensively. Tigers down a dozen. They've trailed by as many as 14 in this one here today. They were up 13 to 11, and it's been all Carney sets. Now a kick out, and is that a block or a charge? It's going to be a blocking foul. Nope. Foul is going to be called on Emma Ruddle. The Lopers drove and tried to kick out. They call Emma with a foul. She'll leave. So will Hollenbeck. Salik and Del Saver check in. Well, if you're Fort A State, don't make contact. You can't. I mean, you, right now, any contact is going. Four fouls in less than three minutes. And, Fort, and again, but stats over the last four seasons, Fort A State has been the least fouling team in the conference. It hasn't been close. And then you get a, a couple games, and all of a sudden they can't do anything but foul. It's kind of interesting. Now, they haven't played well, but it has not been easy so far. Lopers with the ball. Tigers trying to defend without fouling. It's been a challenge. There's a drive by Kirsch. Three to shoot. Spins in low. Little fadeaway. Missed it at the horn. Rebound fought for. Bergman grabs through contact. Ahead to Dill Saver. Kate is on the right wing. Brings the ball out high. Now to Hobbs calling for the ball. Jaden out front. Gets a screen from Bergman. Tries to attack. Nice pass across the lane to Salik. Goes up. Can't score. Rebound, Carney. Same contact on the other end. Again, there was contact. They let him play through it. Lopers have the ball. Up by a dozen. 6.20 to go here until halftime. Here's Schmidt out high. Guarded by Dill Saver. Fights through a screen from Carlson. Another screen from Carlson. Schmidt flips it up top to Backus. She'll dribble high lane. Fires it over Bergman. It rattles in. Alyssa Backus off the bench with 10, 31-17. Lopers are back up 14 to match their big lead here today. Here's Hobbs up the floor inside, six to go until halftime. Over to Galladay on the left wing. Lopers in a man-to-man. Galladay off a screen, flips it up top to Bergman. She'll dribble right side, hand it off to Jaden. Hobbs attacks, pulls up from the right elbow. It's going to miss. Rebound Bergman. They pull at the basketball. It's a jump. It'll be Loper ball. Nope, it'll be Tiger basketball. Carney got it to start the quarter. Our second quarter presented by Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud today, but remember to drink responsibly. Tigers inbound, 5.40 to go until halftime, down by 14. Hobbs grabs the pass from Salik. 
Wraps it around to Jesse. Has it on the right perimeter. Back out high to Sadek with 10 to shoot. Get a lot of standing around for Fort A State. Hobbs over the right wing. Flips it up top to Saver. She'll launch a three. It goes in. Kate Dilsaver. That's only her fourth three of the year. 31 to 20. Tigers cut it to 11. Well, some surprise offense there from the perimeter. Maybe that'll get the Tigers going. Loper ball. Schmidt being hounded by Dilsaver. Gets us two screens to fight through. They'll lob it in low to Carlson, trying to post up on Salik out to Kirsch for a three. It's no good. Long rebound tipped on the floor. Jaden Hobbs has it. Here come the Tigers, down by 11. They can cut it to single figures. Pass deflected, but saved by Galladay. They say a bobble, so no travel. Here's Salik from the circle, 17-footer. No good off the back rim. Good box out by Backus down low on Bergman, and the Lopers get the rebound. Boy, Fort A State not able to generate any second-chance points today. Carney not letting him. Now a steal by Dill Saver. Here come the Tigers, two-on-one. Kate to the rim, scores it with the left hand. Dill Saver with five in a row, 31-22. Fort A State has cut it to nine with 4.20 to go. Tigers are on a little 5-0 run, right, or 5-2 run right now. Ruddle and now Randall waiting to check in. Katie Wagner on the bench with three fouls, has not scored today. There's a screen for Simmental, right elbow, cross court to Schmidt, a three-pointer, it's no good. Long rebound out of bounds of the Tigers. Fort A State defense starting to get some stops. They had the ball down by nine with 3.59 to go in the first half. We'll take a break, back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Tiger basketball brought to you by Golden Belt Bank, here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. 6.40 to go in Topeka, 69-68. Washburn on top of Central Oklahoma. That's been a good one. Your scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPAs, Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. Ruddle is in, Randall is in. Tigers have the ball down by nine. Now it's tipped out of bounds by the Lopers, Sarah Schmidt. Well, you got to be strong with the ball in your hands. You got to be strong with your passes today. Carney jumping in those lanes, not afraid to make some contact. Here's Bergman, right baseline jumper, no good off the back rim, and Randall rebounder going to call her for a push off. Whitney Randall's first foul. Tigers, a rare chance at an offensive board, but. That'll be team foul number five, and we'll get two free throws on the other end for Nebraska Carney. It'll be Alyssa Backus. So Backus to the line. That's already five fouls in the quarter on Fort A State to the Lopers one. Free throw from Backus is good. Boy, she's been big, 11 off the bench. She averages 12 a game, but over the last five, it's closer to 17. She had 17 in their win Monday at Northeastern State. Not about enough of Salina Central yeah. last night. Apparently I'm getting a little bit more today. <laughs> 33-22, Lopers back up by 11. Tigers have the ball, 335 left here in the second quarter. Here's Emma Ruddle up top, plays it over to Hobbs on the right wing. Hobbs a screen from Randall, dribbles down low, trying to post up on Schmidt, turns around and rattles it home. She had the size advantage on the 5'8 Schmidt, and Jaden Hobbs has her first point since that early three. 33-24, Tigers back to within nine. 3.15 to go until halftime. See if they can't dent this lead a little more. 
Kirsch on the right wing nearly traveled with it. Dumps it in the corner to Schmidt. Schmidt attacks. Now brings it out high. Trying to drive on Ruddle. Cuts off the drive. Plays it to McCool. McCool across the high post. Eight to shoot. Now they'll kick it back out high to Trinity Law. Law guarded by Dill Saver. Dribbles along the low block. Blocked by Kate. Saved by Law. That's a shot clock violation. Great defense by Kate Dill Saver. They didn't call the foul. She blocked the shot and then forced a shot clock violation. Well, in anything, I thought there might have been an offensive foul because as Kate went up to, to block that shot, she was jumping backwards to get out of the way and kind of got a little forearm was able to keep herself clean. Been a couple that I think you could say maybe some push-offs they've let go today. Tigers have the ball down by nine. 2.41 left in the second quarter. Hobbs on the left wing. Time with the key to Randall. Pump fakes on a three. As she's picked up by Backus, now steps back and misses the three. It was halfway down. That would have been a big one. Here come the Lopers back the other way. Kirsch leads the break. Flips it over to the Law, who may have got away with a hop, but they don't call it. Now flips it up top to Sarah Schmidt. Right in front of the Tiger bench. You heard them uh, voice a little displeasure. Here's a drive to the lane and a layup flipped up and good by Sarah Schmidt. The Omaha transfer has four. Lopers by 11. Here's Hobbs up the floor. Stops on the right wing underneath the Randall. Randall right baseline, little pump fake, trying to post up on Backus, down to Bergman. Here's Ruddle on the left wing with 18 to shoot, under two to go. Ruddle drives, tough runner, no good off the back rim. Bergman trying to rebound, it's out of bounds off of Nebraska Kearney. Lopers really good protecting at the rim as Lauren West is going to head to the table and check in. Well, she will replace Emma Ruddle. And it's a little defensive change for Nebraska Kearney because you're, you're facing a team that's shooting 32% right now. The only time the Tigers are scoring is when they get to the rim. Let them shoot jumpers. Here's an inbound to Dill Saver. Starts to drive. Now to West on the right wing. Back to Kate. She'll fire up a three, and she swishes it. Kate Dill Saver had three threes all season. She's hit two in the quarter. 35-27. Fort A. State cuts it to eight. A minute 34 to go until halftime. See if they can get a stop here. Schmidt off a screen, cut off by West. Trying to drive. West keeps pushing her out beyond the arc. Now Law has it. Dribbles at the foul line. Picks up the dribble. Dumps it in low. McCool had it knocked away. Gets it back. Blocked by Randall. Into the hands of Law, who scores. Man, Fort A. State played it well defensively, and it's still a bucket. Now West wide open for three. In and out, no good. Rebound, Nebraska Carney. Boy, an open three would have cut it to seven, but now the Lopers have it up by ten in a minute. Three to play. Well, a, a rebound on two block shots. You have the ball down by eight. Fort A. State was such a good, they're plus six on the year, but they have been out rebounded three of the last four, now four of the last five counting today. Tough spin move and a shot put in by Schmidt and the Lopers are back up a dozen, 39 to 27 with four in a row. Here's what Nebraska Kearney believes is that they're better one-on-one players than Fort Hayes can defend and that's what they're showing right now. All isolation, it's working. Here's Dill Saver, double team, they knock it away from her, gets it to Hobbs, up top to Randall. Whitney lobs it in low to Bergman, had it deflected, but gets it back. Pump fakes, drives, shoots, and baked it in. Crowd wanted a double dribble, but they knocked it out of Bergman's hand, so she had the dribble back. That's her first field goal. Shot clock is off, it's 39 to 29. Tigers are down by 10. There's 14 seconds left in this first half. Schmidt, who's been big, she has six off the bench. Averages five a game, has it between the circles. Gets a screen, now plays it atop the back. Is fires it in the corner. Three from Law, no good. Long rebound, it's on the deck. That'll be the first half. Nebraska Kearney will take a 10-point lead into the halftime locker room. Lopers 39, Tigers 29. We are back for quarter number two. 
or back for our halftime show after this timeout, after quarter number two on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Our third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. An ice-cold Michelob Ultra. Enjoy it today, but remember to drink responsibly. Lopers have the ball, and we are underway in the third quarter. They shoot down to our right in front of their bench, and now Randall tried to knock the ball away and gets called for a foul. Katie Wagner does not start the third quarter with those three fouls. Randall just picks up her second. Four days was whistled for five fouls in the second quarter. Carney, in a physical game, has one. They've been whistled for five for the afternoon, and Forday stayed with their first right there. And it was a foul. She got her on the arm and knocked her to the deck. Simmental has it out high. Dill Saver gets that second half start. She played well in that second quarter. There's a pass up top to Brooke Carlson. Carlson will drive, spins around a double team, missed it over Hollenbeck. Rebound, Whitney Randall. Good low post D there by the Tigers, and now they have the ball. Trying to cut into a 10-point deficit. They got it to eight in that second quarter, and... Had a chance at one time to cut it to seven. Here's Hollenbeck at the free throw line. They bang into her, nearly knock her to the floor. And then we get a whistle and a foul on Carney coming off a screen. It even made on, Olivia travel. Yeah, I mean, she I mean, traveled with the basketball. And I'll be real honest. I mean, there was contact on that screen. That, again, to what we saw in the first half, that's kind of a surprising <laughs> call. But we'll, Tiger's are not going to argue it right now. Four days stay with the basketball. It'll be interesting to see if how the second half is called compared to the first half. Obviously, Tony Hoffs has been in the official's ear from the get-go. Here's Randall left wing. Plays it to Hollenbeck. Ball deflected. Randall gets it out near midcourt. Seven to shoot. Here's Dill Saver on the right wing. Kate hit two threes in the first half. Spins. Shoots a 12-footer. It banks in. I don't think she wanted to bank it, but it counts anyway. She has her first career double-figure game. Ten for Dill Saver here in Kearney by the Nebraskan from Lincoln. 40-39-31. Well, four-day stay and a good start here to the second half. A little pressure in the backcourt. Lopers break it. Here's Trinity Law out across the pressure. Plays it far left perimeter to Simmental. Now to Carlson on the left baseline. Trying to drive in on Hollenbeck. Spins. Good defense by Olivia. It's just thrown up and missed. Good defense by Hollenbeck. Tigers have the rebound. Here they come. Galladay, a three in transition. Bang! She knocked it in. Sydney Galladay's first basket. It's a five-point game. 39-34. Four-day stay with their 6-3 of the afternoon. Pressure again in the backcourt. Tigers trying to increase this tempo. Lopers break it. Kirsch over to Law on the right wing as she's picked up by Hobbs. Law off the screen. Dribbles to the left elbow. Now lobs it over the top. Carlson wide open. And she gets an easy layup. Well, that's lack of communication between Hollenbeck and Hobbs on if they're switching that screen or not. And left Carlson wide open, the lob over the top. The Lopers have their first points of the quarter. It's 41-34. Tigers with the ball down by seven. They were able to cut it to five after trailing by ten at halftime. Randall, a little pump fake, and she gets bumped driving into the lane. And I'll be honest, these were fouls that were not called in the first half. That's well, number two on Nebraska Carney. And you heard the collective groans of the Nebraska Carney fans yeah. for that reason. Here is the difference maker coming back into the ball game, Alyssa Backus. Yes. Holt was the, with her third. She'll leave. Backus was big. She had 12 at the half. She averages 12 a game, but 17 over the last five per game. Here's Dill Saver over on the right wing. Pump fakes, trying to drive on Kirsch, who cuts her off. Now attacks with the left hand, gets bumped. Out high to Randall. 
Tiger crowd behind us, wanted a foul. There's eight to shoot. Randall a three. And she banked it in. Oh, my goodness. That bank has been open on this basket. Backus in the first half. Tigers have banked in two. That's Randall's third three. She has 11. It's a four-point game, 41-37. Tigers a good start here to the second half. Carlson breaks the pressure. You hear Tony Hobson right here in front of us telling his team to match up. Simmental fires an 18-footer. It spins out. Rebound Fort Hay State. It's ripped out of there by Jaden Hobbs. Tigers down by four in the basketball. Here's Galladay and a push by Carlson as Hollenbeck hit the deck. And I'll be real honest, I didn't see what happened because I was watching the ball as it was being brought up. It was down into the basket, and Carlson just had her arms outstretched, pleading with the official. Hollenbeck had kind of come off a screen. She had kind of curled down to the block, and Carlson was trying to catch up. Hollenbeck slowed down in order to be able to get position, and, and Carlson ran into her. Schmidt and McCool back into the Loper lineup. Inbound pass to Randall. She bobbles it. It goes out of bounds off a of Loper. It would have been a layup but it was bobbled, the Kearney fans, and there's actually quite a few of them here today. This will be their biggest crowd of the year. They're averaging right around 400 a game. There's an inbound to Dill Saver, tries to drive, the left-hand flip shot is good. The Lincoln Nebraskan with a dozen, a career day for her, 41-39. Fort A. Stane with a 10-2 run to start this second half. Here's a three from Kirsch, no good. Rebound, Fort A. Stane, they can tie it or take the lead. Here's Jaden Hobbs up the floor, over to Galladay, open right wing, three, skids off, no good. Rebound, Lopers, and a foul on Hollenbeck for over the back, and now she has has three. That's the Tigers' first miss of the second half. Well, they came out on fire. Boy, that was a great look from Galladay. It was halfway down and spun out. That would have given the Fort Hay State Tigers the lead. And she'd already hit one of those yeah. in transition in this quarter. Fort Hay State down by two. Lopers ball. Tigers have been pressuring. Carney maybe pushed out of their comfort zone a little bit. Here's McCool in the lane. Pass deflected. It's on the deck. It's still loose and stolen by Randall, who gets knocked to the floor. They let him play on. Tigers have the ball. Hobbs over to Dill Saver on the right wing. Thought about a three. She'll attack. Gets cut off in the high lane. Spinner. In and out. No good. Rebound. Randall. And then it's loose and on the deck. Two Tigers hit the floor. Here comes Carney the other way. But, or excuse me, a curse up the right side. Had a poke free, gets it back. Now a near wing three. Good by Trinity Law. She has five. That's a big basket. The Lopers by five. Fort A. State had a couple of chances to tie it or take the lead. Now they're down by five. Well, and they had two players run into each other on the offensive rebounds. It was five on four at yep. the other end. Hollenbeck a little slow to get up and get down there. There's a low up lob in low to Olivia. Spins and can't score it. Back is defending. That was a good shot with the left hand, but it wouldn't go. And now Carney with the five-point lead in the basketball. What a great start, a 10-2 run to start the third quarter for the Tigers. And Katie Wagner's going to head to the scores table. She's really not been a part of this one with early foul trouble. Law off a screen, dribbles around Hollenbeck all the way to the rim, and she hits the layup. Well, they weathered the storm of Fort Hay State, and now you see the difference. Here's Dill Saver, a corner three. That's no good. Rebound, Hollenbeck. She follows it in and is fouled. Olivia Hollenbeck, her first field goal and a chance for a three-point play for the Tigers. Foul is going to be on Backus. That will be her second. That's already four Nebraska Carney team fouls, and we have a timeout. 4.50 to go here in the third. We got a good one. Lopers 46, Tigers 41. We're back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Menus and their new contactless delivery options. Call it in, get it delivered. 
The taco shop. You've never had it so good. I like to always harp on officiating, but Lopers have four fouls. They had one in that second quarter, and I don't think they've changed the way they've played at all today. And Hollenbeck misses the free throw. One of the best in the MIAA. She's three, two for three today. The game has been called different in the third quarter. It's been helping the Tigers. No okay, doubt Katie about Wagner it. on the sideline. She was going to come in for Hollenbeck if she made that. 4.40 to go. Katie with three fouls. Did not start the third quarter because of that. Here's Backus trying to drive. Good D by Dill Saver. Backus backs her down. Missed the jumper. Rebound, though. Tipped out to Schmidt. And she'll run over a Tiger. Oh. A blocking foul. Caught on Hobbs. And the basket will count. And Jaden cannot believe it. That'll be two on Hobbs. Boy, that's a big call. Jaden thought she drew the charge. She's going to ask the official about it. She's going to ask the official about it. The rebound was tipped out. Schmidt got it, ran through Hobbs, put it in. Well, that's the biggest part of this, George, is the Tigers didn't get the offensive yep, rebound. That's been a problem. So a three-point opportunity for Schmidt. The Loper lead grows to seven. She's a 53% foul shooter, but she knocked that one in. She has nine today, one up for season high, 49-41. Lopers by eight. Remember, Fort A. State had two chances to tie or take the lead. Now they're down by eight. 419 to go. Backdoor pass to Galladay. Good catch and a layup on the basket. Well, they caught a little mismatch there off the screen. Sydney Galladay on the backdoor cut. Lays it in. She has five. 49-43. Carney. 408 to go here in the third. Tigers open the third quarter on a 10-2 run. They were down by 10 at halftime. Been down by as many as 14 today. That was back in the second quarter. Here's Schmidt off the screen. Cut off by Randall. Now to Backus. Three over Hobbs. That one's missing. Long rebound. Randall around three lopers. Out ahead to Wagner. Tigers have the numbers. Here's Hobbs. Three-pointer in transition. Yes! Jaden Hobbs, second three. She has eight. 49-46. Well, you can tell that one. In rhythm, in transition. That was right on line. Drive by Schmidt. Cut off by two Tigers. Out to Backus. Now a pass deflected by Randall, but saved by Claire Kirsch. She'll drive in the lane. Missed the jumper. Rebound fought for. A big scramble. The Lopers come out of there with it. And Shiloh McCool puts it in. Well, at times, Carney's just been tougher than the Tigers. Their last five points are on second-chance opportunities. It was dead even at eight in the first half. Here's Wagner into the game. Off a screen, down the lane, shoots it up and missed it, but got fouled. That's five on the Lopers, so the Tigers in the bonus the rest of the quarter. And two free throws for Wagner, and the foul is on Alyssa Backus, and that's her third. Holt and Backus now with three, as Lauren West will check in and give... Sending Galladay a breather. 51-46, Carney. Up to this moment, Katie Wagner had checked into the game with eight minutes played, 0 for 1 from the field, and a steal. That's it. That, that, that's her entire stat line until this free throw attempt right here. And she knocked it in. Wagner, 79% on the year, has her first points. And to the point, that point, I don't think people understand how hard that is to be just out of a game and not even get into a rhythm and then go to the line. Second free throw is also good. So Wagner, who had not scored, gets a couple of points there. Three-point game. Tigers with full court pressure. 3.06 to go in the third. They were down 10 at halftime. Lopers break that pressure as they get it across to Kirsch. She'll flip it out high to Schmidt. Man, she is a smooth, smooth player. Just a sophomore. The transfer from Swisher, Iowa, went to, Iowa went to Division I Omaha. 
Cut off by Del Saver. In the lane to Kirsch. She's bottled up. Still in up just outside the lane and nearly threw it away and does. It'll be Fort A State basketball on the Lopers' seventh turnover. Part of the reason for the full court pressure is not to get turnovers. Nebraska Kearney only has about 22 seconds to run their offense. Yep. There's less screens to set. There's less opportunities to get lost on the offensive side. And so Nebraska Kearney has to speed things up a little bit, and it's working. Get your station break in a minute. The Tigers have the ball off the floor. Three would tie it. They're down by three. 2.36 left in the third. Here's Dill Saver over to West, trying to drive in right wing. Out to Wagner. Pump fakes beyond the arc, but doesn't shoot it. Now does, and she knocked it in. Katie Wagner knocks in the three. We're tied at 51. That's her first three-pointer of the year. She had been 0 for 8. How difficult is that? Fort A State with the three ball today. That's their eighth of the game, and they've tied it with 2.09 left in the third. Loper basketball. Here's Backus playing with three fouls. Over to Schmidt. In low to McCool. Catches in traffic and lays it in. Nine for Shiloh McCool. Carney by two. Now the Tigers in transition. Dill Saver out to West. She had it under the rim, but too much congestion and kicked it out. Now they hand it off to Hobbs out high. 19 on the shot clock. Jaden time with a key. In low to Randall. Sweeping layup. Good with the left hand. Whitney with 13. And there's an injured Loper. It's McCool may have landed on an ankle or twisted that ankle. She's going to try to cut it out. Our third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy a nice cold Michelob Ultra today. But remember, please drink responsibly. Minute 39 left in the third. Fort A. State down as many as 14. They've tied it up at 53. You talked about hitting two free throws when you bet on the bench. How about your first three of the year for Katie Wagner? If she hadn't taken those free throws and made them, I don't know if she shoots it from the corner because you get a good feel on how good your shot is when you're at the free throw line, and she didn't touch rim on the two free throws, so she knew that she was on mark. Here come the Lopers. They break the pressure, and then a charging foul is going to be called on Kirsch as she ran over Wagner. Boy, you held your breath for a minute. That quite honestly look like a play on, but Fort A State's not going to argue, obviously. No free throws. It's player control. Again, we owe you a station break. We'll get it here in a minute. Tigers can take their first lead since they were up 13-12. to Here's Randall, top of the key, a pump fake. Kicks it left wing to Jaden Hobbs, who's guarded by Schmidt. Hobbs off a screen to the foul line. Over to Lauren West, open for a three. It's off the back rim. Rebound fought for. It's on the deck. It's loose, and it's out of bounds to the Lopers, they say. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort Hayes State women's basketball. Lopers break the Tigers' pressure. Now they go to work in the half court. We're under a minute to go in the third, 53-53. Tigers had a chance to take the lead there but couldn't get it done. Here's a kick out to Backus. Quick three over Dill Saver. Barely hit the rim. Rebound Lauren West. They bump her in the backcourt and call a foul on Kirsch. That'll be her third. And now free throws with 45.5 to go and a chance for the Tigers to take their first lead since it was 13-12 at the 348 mark of the first quarter. And what's crazy about that 13 to 12 moment, that was, and then that next one at, at uh, 15, 13, that was the eighth lead change Yeah, in the first 25 oh, points scored. Back and forth early on. And then the Lopers went on that 18 to two run to go up 14, free throw no good from West. Tigers have missed a couple of free throws here in this quarter. In fact, just two for four from the line in the th- third quarter. West second one is good, and Fort A State with 45 seconds to go 
in the third quarter have taken the lead. 54-53. This pressure is kind of taking the Lopers out of their comfort zone, and we're seeing them not as good offensively after tearing it up in the first half. Schmidt cut off on the drive, kicks it out to Semantol to the left wing. Semantol fights through a screen. Tigers switch on it. Now she'll bounce it over to Holt, who's back in. Dribbles up top, near wing to Law. Law wanted to shoot. There's five on the clock. She'll dribble down the lane and a reaching foul on Lauren West. She's able to turn the corner on Lauren, who reached in. That'll be number one on West. Fourth team foul, but I think they're going to call that in the act of shooting. And with 18.3 to go in the third, Carney a chance to tie and take the lead. I'd have a great angle, but Lauren Wessel's pretty sure she got all ball because yep. she came out of that with the ball. 54-53 Tigers. They've outscored the Lopers by 11 here in the third. Free throw rattles home for Love. Carney is not a good free throw shooting team. In fact, they are last in the conference at 64%. They're 6 of 8 today. Trinity Law just 58%, and she knocks both of them in. Go figure. Shooting at home. Makes a difference. 55-54. Lopers by one. Tigers have it with 12 seconds to go in the third. Hobbs out near the Loper logo in midcourt. Guarded by Law. Gets a screen, now dribbles off to her left. Has it up top, picks up the dribble. Ball kicked with three. So now the Tigers will have to inbound with three seconds on the shot on the game clock after that pass was kicked by the Lopers. And they're going to bring in Claire Kirsch, good defender, with three fouls. Leaving is Backus, who has three. Let's see what the Tigers can draw up here on an inbounds play with three seconds to go, down by one, 55-54. Inbound, now they get it into Wagner. Katie needs to hurry, step back three is blocked by... The Lopers, Megan Holt, and that's how the third quarter ends. Fort A. State outscores Carney by nine. They're down by one. We go to the fourth here at the Health and Sports Center. Number 17, Nebraska Carney, 55. Number seven, Fort A. State, 54. A one-minute timeout of the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. One final today in the MIAA. Washburn wins in overtime, 98-93. to They knock off Central Oklahoma. Missouri Southern holds on at home. They win 55-47 to over Northeastern State. Scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPAs. Stockton, Phillipsburg, and Norton. Tiger basketball presented by BTI. Your John Deere dealer, Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie Nest, City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Tigers have the ball here to start the fourth quarter. Down a point, 55-54 out of craziness. We're right where we probably thought we'd be. Here's West driving to the basket, hanging in the air and banking it in. Lauren West, first field goal, and the Tigers are back up 56-55. Full court pressure has, as you said, not so much for turnovers, although Carney had several in the quarter. It's made them run with less time in their offense, and the, their motion and their screens may be a little bit less effective. Here's a screen out high for Schmidt. Plays it up top to Megan Holt. Back to Schmidt on the left wing. Tigers in a man-to-man. Schmidt drives on Wagner. Cuts her off. Pass deflected by Dill Saver. Here's Holt trying to post up. Kate spins through her and takes it in. Well, they are so good with the... First, nor the second and third move to get to the basket. 57-56, Carney again able to get it mid lane and score. 
Nine, just inside, nine to go in a game. There's a pass deflected, caught by Wagner. Katie spins in low, she'll lean in and bank it in. Wagner with seven all since halftime. 58-57, Tigers by one. This is how the game started. Now a pass stolen to midcourt by West. She'll drive in and hit the left-handed layup. Five for Lauren, Forte State leads 60-57. to They're up by three. This is their Tigers' largest lead of the game. With eight and a half to go, now they trap a near steal. Kirsch has it near the midcourt logo. Over to Simmental. she'll dribble behind the back of the foul line. Bounce it out high to Kirsch, who almost traveled with it. Now Backus has it up trap, trying to spin it on Wagner. Shoots and missed it. Great D by Katie. Tigers have the ball, up by three and so momentum. Here's Jaden Hobbs off a screen, dribbles right wing, hands it off to Lauren West. West a little pump fake, trying to drive, spins to the rim. She hammered it home. Oh, my goodness, what a move by Lauren. Lauren West, who has seven, six here in the fourth, 62-57. Four-day state by five. This is their largest lead of this game. Lauren West starting to feel herself. She's got a smile on the court. Wow. I don't know if I've seen that all day, all year. That's the best move she's made. Four-day state by five. Their defense has ratcheted up here in the second half. Here's Kirsch cut off by Dill Saver. Spins, now Hobbs off the screen, picks her up. Out high to Simentoff. Deep three-pointer, missed it off the backboard. Rebound, four-day state. They're holding the Lopers to one shot right now. Tigers by five and the ball. Dill Saver down the lane, pass deflected up into the air. It goes over the backboard and out of bounds. It'll be Tiger basketball. Gives us a chance to remind you, our fourth quarter, you may need one, a Bud Light Seltzer. Dive in, taste buds. Enjoy a Bud Light seltzer today, but remember to drink responsibly. Wondered if she was going to come back. McCool back into the game. She's that toughness factor in this game right now for Carney. Give Fort A. State credit. They were manhandled the first half. They showed some toughness since halftime. Here's Hobbs left open, and she misses a 12-footer. Rebound, though, by Wagner. Can't score in traffic. The ball is on the deck and stolen by Nebraska Carney. Boy, she had to shoot that over three lopers. Here comes Carney in transition, driving up the floor and scoring. His law did a good job to not run into Jaden Hobbs. 62-59, Tigers and West traveled with it. That is the Tigers' first turnover since halftime. Only their fifth of the game. They lead by three with 6.56 to play. Carney shot over 50% in three of the last four games. They are shooting 51% now. Two of four this half. They only shot 43% of the third of the Tiger defense, which was getting carved up in that first half much better since halftime. Here's Schmidt, bounces it over to Kirsch on the left wing, guarded by Wagner, drives on Katie, spins. Katie playing with three fouls, good defense. Kirsch fires one up, missed it. Rebound, Wagner. Man, she's defending well without fouling. She's not trying to block the shots now. Yep, just getting her hands up and making them difficult. Tigers by three in the ball, six and a half to go here at the Health and Sports Center. Tigers trying to win in Kearney. They've won 10 of 11 in this building. Here's a pass in low to Wagner, reverse layup. It rattles on the rim and drops. Katie Wagner with nine. That ball just hung and bounced on the rim and fell through. 64-59. Fort A stayed by five, matching their big lead of the ball game. Six minutes to go. They were down 10 at halftime and 14 late in the third, second. Here's a pass out high to Trinity Law, guarded by West. Nine on the Loper shot clock. West, the wall will drive. Randall reached in and... Law hit the deck. That's a foul on Randall, and that'll be her third. 
So Wagner has three. Hollenbeck has three. Now Whitney Randall has three. First foul on either team here in the fourth quarter. And either team has a true post on the floor yeah, right now. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Carlson hasn't really been a factor today. Neither has Hollenbeck. Inbound out high to McCool. Dribbles across the high post. Bounces it out over to Law on the left wing. Law trying to drive on Randall. Stops at the free throw line. Left side to McCool. Paul ball knocked away, but into the hands of Law for a deep three. That was halfway down. It spins out. Rebounded by the Tigers' Lauren West. And a chance to build on their big lead of five here with five and a half minutes to play in the ball game. But a heavyweight fight. Tigers were down 14. Great third quarter. And now lead by five in the fourth. Brad Wagner tied with a key hitter. First three of the game of the year. In low deal. Saver can't hit the runner. Rebounded by Trinity Law. And now the Lopers want to run. Law will slow it up as they get it into the front court. Well, they had some numbers but did not attack. They bring it out and run some offense. Five minutes to go in a game. Off a screen is Schmidt. Up top to Backus. Lob over the top till Saver swats it away. They tried to lob it over the top to McCool, and we have a timeout. 4.57 to go in Kearney. The Tigers lead the Lopers by five, 64-59. We're back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Florida State basketball brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive, reminding you before you hit the road, stop by GNL. They've got tires for all driving needs and budgets, along with complete automotive care. That's GNL Tire on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Our fourth quarter presented by Bud Light Seltzers. Dive in, taste buds, and enjoy a Bud Light Seltzer today. But remember to drink responsibly. Tigers outscored the Lopers 25-16 in the third. They've outscored them 10-4 in the fourth. They lead by five. Lopers have the ball. 14 on the shot clock. 4.57 left in the game. Still a lot of basketball. Now we get a whistle and a foul away from the ball. A hold on... Whitney Randall just picked up her fourth. No, her third, I excuse me. They announced third. I missed one earlier. Second on the Tigers. They have the only two fouls of the fourth quarter so far. Lob up top to McCool. Guarded by a Wagner. Now to Bacchus for a three. Off the lip, no good. She banked one in early. Hit a couple, but she's gone cold here as of late. Bacchus is now two of six from three. And I think she hit her first two. Two of her first three at worst. Here's West up top, and now we got a whistle and a three-second yeah. violation. Tigers' second turnover of the quarter, a little bit disjointed on that possession, a big turnover. Well, three of the five players knew what the play was or what to run on the play. The two that didn't were the two that were not moving and, and were the focal point of that particular play. One other final, Central Missouri comes back and wins on the road, 58-54 at Northwest Missouri State. So a big win for the Jennies today on the road. Here the Tigers are up five, 424 to go, but the Lopers have the ball. Simmental off a screen to her right, picked up by Wagner, who had three first half fouls and really didn't play much until halftime. In fact, didn't start the second half, but cool. Tough move in low, the ball stolen away by Wagner. Lopers knife turnover. Katie leads the break all the way down the lane, and she misses the layup, but is fouled. Well, that thing danced on the rim and would not drop. She had to come straight at the rim, right down the center of the floor. That makes that a more difficult shot and just couldn't quite get it to fall, but we'll get two free throws. The foul on Law, her second. If the MIAA wants my input on where to rank Katie Wagner for postseason honors, look at the first half of this game when she didn't play and look at the second half of this game when she did play. That's what you need to know about where Katie Wagner needs to land on the conference schedule. They have three letters for that. 
Um, I don't think that'll happen, but they do have three letters they for do that. Indeed. 66-59, four-day state by seven now. What a turnaround. Tigers were down 14 in the first half. They're up by seven here. There's four minutes to go in this game. Simmental out high, guarded by Dill Saver. Gets a screen, dribbles off to the left wing, tries to drive. Now to Kirsch on the left wing. Picked up by Randall, playing with three. Switch out high for Kirsch, now picked up by West. Dribbles right elbow, ball nearly knocked away by Wagner. Five to shoot, Backus oh. runs. <laughs> Backus out of control, just runs over Wagner, and Katie picks up her third or fourth foul. I mean... Backus, oh, Backus was, just she lowered was, her shoulder. She was falling down, lowers the shoulder, and Wagner, and I don't care if Wagner's feet aren't set, you can't lower your shoulder and drive through a defender. That's a huge call. Now Wagner with her fourth. She's going to come out for a minute. Hollenbeck is back in. Wow. that's You heard the Tiger fans behind us. That's difficult. And that would have been number four on Backus. And she was a little bit out of control, lost her balance, and just lowered her shoulder right through yep. Wagner. But the Lopers will keep it and lob it up top to Kirsch. Galladay checks in, and Hollenbeck is in as well. Here's Simmental guarded by Hollenbeck. They get a mismatch there. Oh, they need to switch out. Simmental is wide open, but the Lopers can't find her. On the side is Law off a screen, trying to drive on Hobbs. Good D by Jaden. The shot spins in and out, rebounded by Hollenbeck. Oh, they call a jump. They reached around and pulled her to the floor, and they call it a jump ball, and the Lopers will keep it. This officiating crew has, they're reverting back to the second quarter. They did not call the same game in the third. That's two plays right there. They grabbed around the side of Hollenbeck and pulled her to the floor, and they called it a jump. Loper basketball. Tigers by seven. Backus gets fouled in the lane. Unbelievable. What is happening? I have no answers for that. Tony Hobson, arms crossed. Uh, he's just shaking his head. Whitney Randall stood straight up in there. Arms were straight up in the air. That's her fourth. And again, Backus ran right through Wagner, got a call. Now she draws the foul. That's what Tony Hobson's asking. We could hear Tony right in front of us as Backus free throw pinballs around and drops. She's three for three from the line. All of a sudden, they're calling this thing razor sharp and razor tight again. I mean, it's... Breathe in a foul. That's four fouls on the Tigers here in this second, fourth quarter. Both free throws go in. 66-61. Fort A. State, four quick fouls here in this fourth quarter. The Lopers have had only one. This is how the second quarter went. When the Lopers build a 14-point lead, Galladay in traffic, flips it out high to Sidney Bergman. Now to Randall time with the key. Feel like the momentum turning. Tigers need a bucket here. Randall left open, 18-footer off the back rim. Rebound, Nebraska Carney. Brooke Carlson gets it. And now the Lopers with the ball down by five. 2.50 left with two huge calls by the officials in the last two Loper possessions. Now a backdoor pass. Simitol blows a wide-open layup. Rebounded by Fort A. State, Sidney Bergman. I think she thought there was going to be more pressure. She was wide open and just banged it off the backboard. And Tony Hobson calls a timeout. I think everybody could use one right here. 2.35 remaining in the game. Fort A. State 66, Nebraska Kearney 61. This will become a full timeout on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Some other finals today. Roger State in overtime up 75-73 over Pitt. 20 seconds left in the overtime, but that'd be a huge win for the Hillcats. 
And Missouri Western, it was a tight one, but they blow out Lincoln 84-53. 2.35 left to go in the game. Tigers haven't hit a field goal since 6-19. Wow. Nebraska Carney since 7-03. You think there's some tired <laughs> bodies out there? They've been leaving it on the floor. There's been a heavyweight fight as expected. Hobbs has it on the left wing for the Tigers. Gets a screen from Randall. Dribbles off to the left. 2.20 to go. In low. Bergman open. Spin. Scores and is fouled. Sidney Bergman with six and a chance for a three-point play. They call the foul on Carlson. I'll be honest, didn't look like a lot of contact, but the Tigers will take it. And a chance for three for Bergman, who's hit two for two free throws back in the first quarter. What a pass from Jaden Hobbs. See Patrick Mahomes throw around yeah. that dude in the last game? She basically that did that to two players, only she's got the ball, the, the ground to be able to bounce it off of. Bergman hits the free throw. Tigers back up by eight now. In fact, it's their largest lead of the game. How about that? You felt the Lopers had some momentum, but the Tigers are up by eight. Carlson drives on Hobbs. Now the double team, and Brooke can't score, and then falls down. That's a travel. She got bumped by her teammate. Yep. Had the ball and then hit the deck. That's 10 Loper turnovers. It goes back to Fort A. State, a break, because she had the rebound and then unfortunately got bumped from behind by a teammate. Carlson will come out. Megan Holt, who's a great defender, back in. Tigers by eight with the ball. 2.02 left. Full court pressure by Simmental. Galladay breaks it. Flips it over to Randall on the left wing. Now out high, they go to Bergman. Bergman flips it up top to Hobbs, got bumped. Jade on the right wing, now probes along the baseline, spins it out to Galladay in the left corner. 13 on the shot clock. A minute 45 to go in the game. Tigers by eight. Here's Galladay to Dill Saver. Dill Saver bounces it into Bergman and a holding foul on Kirsch, and that's her fourth foul. That'll be team foul number three, so no free, or number four now. No, it is three. Fourth personal, third team foul, no free throws with a minute 38 to go. But 20 more seconds on the shot clock. Forte State to inbound. Hobbs needs to hurry. She'll lob it over the top to Randall over the right wing. Thought about a three, but doesn't. Now on the left, right side to Jaden. Minute 30 to go in a game. 13 to shoot. Hobbs off a screen to the rim. Layup. Good, and she's fouled. Jaden Hobbs with 10 and a chance for a three-point play. Tigers kind of doing what the Lopers did in the first half. Boy, Jaden Hobbs showing as, emot- as much emotion after that shot as I've ever seen her in her career at Fort Hay State. Foul is on Trinity Law. That's her third. Hobbs hits the free throw. So a couple of conventional three-point plays. And Nebraska Carney's going to call a timeout with a minute 28 to go. Fort A. State, who trailed by as many as 14 on two occasions in the first half, lead by 11 with a minute 28 to go in the game. This is going to be a full timeout called by the Lopers. 128 to play. 72-61. Fort Hayes State, they're shooting 64% in the fourth quarter after shooting 60% in the third. What a turnaround here in Kearney. Tigers are 43-22 ahead in the second half. They have outscored Nebraska Kearney 43-22. Listen to these percentages. Tigers in the first half shooting 28.6% from the field, then 40 in the second, 60 in the third, and now 63.6 in the fourth. They've continued to trend upward. Nebraska Kearney has gotten colder as the game has gone along. 64% in the first half in the first quarter, 46.7 in the second, 42.9 in the third, and now 20% in the fourth. Kenny Wagner hardly played in the first half, and then it didn't start in the third quarter. How about her defense? 
to avoid. She has four now on that controversial call, but she's done a great job of defending and not fouling, and you touched on it. She did not score in the first half. She has 11 since halftime, really, in the last... Well, she played 14, 10 minutes. Yeah, 14, 15 minutes. She played eight minutes in the first half. She's played 18 now in the game, so she scored 11 points in 10 minutes of this game. Fort A. State will put on some full-court pressure. That's been a big factor as well. The Lopers have... Tigers have forced them a little bit out of their comfort zone. Yep. Elena Beneke is in, a 5'11 freshman out of Castlewood, South Dakota, for the first time today. She's 6 of 10 from 3. No doubt why she's in. Also, Meg Burns, a good three-point shooter, comes into the game as well. Here's Simmental up top. A minute 12 to go. Backus fires it over in the far corner to Burns. Air balls a three. Rebound till Saver. Tigers have rebounded better since halftime. They play tougher. There's a foul in the backcourt. And now free throws for the final minute three. Nebraska Kearney has missed their last seven shots, including their last... Well, all but one of their second-half three-pointers. They are one of seven in the second half on threes. Wow. Tigers' defense, much yep. different than the first half. And I think it can get pressure to the to the pressure, credit to the pressure. Carney hadn't been able to just set and just run screen after screen after screen after screen as Dill Saver hits the free throw. Career day for her with 13 points. Well, I think that's I think that's the key part of this second half is that Nebraska Carney had to do everything they were doing in the first half, but they had to do it faster. They had to do it in an opportunity to uh, – they, they had to do it so much in 10 less seconds than they normally would. Tigers were down 14 at one point as Dill Saver hits both free throws. They are up 13 now with a minute three remaining in the game. Lopers are going to call a timeout. This is a 30. Wow, what a turnaround. And the Tigers shot free throws pretty well today, and they're knocking them down here down the stretch. 13 of 15. We're right at the bottom of the hour. This would be a very appropriate time to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort A. State Women's Basketball. Fort A. State was down 14 with 5.40 to go in the third. They're up by 13 with a minute to go in the game. Kirsch will bring it up against full court pressure for the Lopers. Bounces it out high to Simmental, who's got Galladay on her Tiger switch off a screen. Far corner to Meg Burns. Burns kicks it out and a three-pointer off the lip. No good from Beneke. And the rebound goes out of bounds to the Tigers. They say the Lopers hit it last. 45 seconds to go. 74-61, Fort Hay State. Since the Tigers were down 31-17, that was their most recent 14-point deficit. They have outscored Nebraska Kearney 57-30. Uh, yeah. Kearney has scored 32 point, or, uh, 22 points in the second half. Kearney's going to back off. 27 seconds left. Tigers, they can't run the clock all the way down. You hear the fans behind us. They are enjoying this wraparound into Bergman. Bergman goes to the rim. She can't score, but is fouled. She's going to get two free throws, and that's just about going to do it with 17 seconds to go. See who they call that foul on. It'll be free throws for Sydney Bergman. It's going to go against Simmentaler first. Well, you're going to have an interesting conversation with Tony Hobson at halftime today to see what in the world did we witness. Bergman hits the free throw. She's four for four. 75-61. Fort A. State hits them both. Bergman with her fifth free throw has nine. 76. Fort A. State has scored the last ten. They lead 76-61. Here's a runner that goes in by Kirsch. 
She has six, eight seconds to go. It's not going to matter. You hear the Tiger fans behind us. Hobbs will bring it up the floor. The Fort Hayes State women were down 14 points in the second quarter. They end up winning by 13 today as they knock off Nebraska Kearney. Tigers 76, Lopers 63. We'll have our post-game wrap-up next. This Fort is Hayes the State Tigers, Tigers win earlier, tonight, uh, earlier this afternoon rather, over Nebraska. Kearney joined by Coach Tony Hobson. Coach, congratulations on the win. Uh, can you describe the difference of the first half and second half because that was two completely different games? Well, it was, and I, I thought we were um, – I don't know if we were nervous. It was just like we were trying so hard the first half. We, we kind of got in our own way a couple times. Uh, thought the effort was there. Uh, we just had a bad spell, about a four-minute spell, where uh, they probably went 8-0 on us or 10-2 or something like that. Um, but we, we kind of battled back, and we cut it to 10 at half. And, and uh, it was a real – it was a gut check, and I just thought our kids – just battled like crazy the second half. We changed our defensive tactics a little bit that, you know, you just have to change something. You can't just go status quo and expect anything to change. Um, made a little run at them right away and got back in it. Uh, and then it was, it was game on and our kids really answered the bell. In the first half, seemed like a lot of jump shots. In the second half, a lot more getting to the rim. Any changes there or just the way the game developed? Well, it, part of it had to do with who we had in the game. Uh, Olivia, you know, had foul trouble. Uh, Katie, Katie had foul trouble. Jess is just still coming back from that injury, so I'm not sure she was quite back full speed. So with, with Bergman and, and Whitney, and there's, there's going to be more attack. Uh, and then, you know, Lauren just took him a couple times off the wing, which she's capable of doing. And so it wasn't necessarily anything we talked about. I just think they were up on us so much on the perimeter. Our three-point shots were guarded. So you really have no choice other than to rip it and take it. And uh, we, just, we just did a good job of taking what was available. There was that run at the beginning of the second half, and then Carney kind of got a little separation again, up seven or eight points. And you see that with teams every once in a while. Use so much energy to get back mm -hmm. in the game. Any concern at that junction, even though it was early third? Well. You're exactly right. I think we cut it to, to three or two, and then they got it back to seven. Um, and, and I think we scored right away. So I think it ended up being a, like a four-point game, so we're still in it. But there always is that concern because you're thinking, oh, wow, there's our run now. Uh, but our, our kids just really, really buckled down. And, and the key to that is just get a decent shot every time. You're going to make – we've got a good enough offensive team. We're going to make our share. And, I, boy, I don't remember them hardly getting a, uh, an offensive rebound the second half that hurt us. They did get one uh, where they kind of maybe went over our back a little bit and stuck it back in. Uh, but otherwise, we cleared the boards really well. Uh, they took some tough shots, and, and uh, we made them pay for it. Well, this was a game, too, where it seemed like each player had a moment where they stepped up and did something big. Uh, Katie Wagner didn't play much, but she hit that first three of the year and scored 11 quick points, it seemed like. And, and Jaden, a nice pass into Sidney Bergman. I mean, it just seemed like everybody had a moment in this game. Yeah, well, to play that game, and, you know, we have six turnovers in a, in a game like that that's pretty fast-paced. I mean, we, 76 points is, oh, it's, it's probably the most they've given up this year. Uh, so it's, it's not a terribly slow-paced game. And so, so Jaden just runs the show. She played the whole game. Um, 
and she, she just told me, she says, um, unless you want me out, she says, don't take me out unless I ask out. And I, so I just held her to her word and uh, she, she showed some real grit. And then Sydney Bergman had a couple moments. Whitney was, was excellent. Um, and then just defensively, I thought the second half was just night and day. We just switched everything and kept them from getting open looks. Saw some players show a lot of emotion in the last two, three minutes of the game and from players that aren't typically all that emotional. This game seemed to have meant something. Well, it's, you know, it's for who's going to take over the conference lead. Um, it's a little payback for getting beat at home by them. Um, and then they know that there's a little bit more on it for me. Um, and then I think, you know, Kate, Kate Dilsaver and, and Olivia and Galladay, I mean, they're from, um, they were recruited here too. They're from Nebraska. So, you know, there is a little more on the game. Uh, but yeah, you see, you don't see Jaden quite as jacked as she was today, but she was, uh, she did show a lot of emotion at the end of the game. Coach, congratulations on the win. Safe travels back to Hayes. Okay, thanks. Coach Tony Hobson on the halftime show. Tigers win against Nebraska Kearney on the road this afternoon.